You're listening to the Bridges Nashville podcast. Bridges is a house church movement meeting in homes all across Music City. To find a house church near you or to find other ways to support or get involved, go to BridgesNashville.com. You know, I heard a story of a man who was traveling in South Alabama on one of those really hot, sultry days that you only get in Alabama. And so as he was driving along, he found a watermelon stand on the side of the road and he figured, I'm going to stop and get me a watermelon. So he does this, he gets out and he asks the man behind the counter, how much for one of these watermelons? Well, the man said, it's $5.25. So the man reached into his pocket and all he could find was a $5 bill. And he said to the guy, man, all I have is five. And the guy said, that's all right. Uh, I'll, I'll trust you for it. And so he picked up the watermelon and he began to walk off. And the guy goes, hey, hey, where, where are you going? And the guy said, well, you said you would trust me for it. He said, well, no, you were supposed to give me the $5. I was going to trust you with the 25 cents. And he goes, oh, he said, I get it. He said, you didn't trust me at all. You were just going to take a 25 cent bet on my integrity. So look, uh, we've had a great series uh, on trust. You know, we started out with Pastor Curtis talking about trust is the key to life. And then we leaned into the story of Abraham and how he trusted God. Last week, man, we had an incredible celebration at the Listening Room Cafe, our three-year anniversary as a church. And once again, Pastor Curtis preached a great message on trusting God with your very own story. And so today, I want to kind of finish this series as we look into the life of David and we can find out some things about trust from him. But let me set the stage for this uh, because I think that's really important. And so one of the things that I really believe as we've gone through this trust series is this, that trust requires action and trust is a manifestation or a physical manifestation of our faith. Let me say that again. Trust requires action and it is a physical manifestation of our faith. But before we get to David, I I, I just, as I was going through this message and putting it all together, there was just something that really kind of stood out to me. And I just wanted to kind of get this foundational aspect of trust uh, out there to share with you what I believe is so important. And And to be honest with you, We have a trust epidemic right now in the world, in our country. Because all you have to do is look at what we're going through with this pandemic. And there is a real hesitancy for people to get the vaccine. Why? Because they don't trust the government and they don't trust the message that's coming from the government. And look, folks, if you don't trust the source and you don't trust the message, you're not going to put your life in the hands of someone Else, And so that made me really think about that first message that Pastor Curtis preached on the key, that trust being the key to life. And so in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, this is what uh, Solomon said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. 
So we see in this verse, these couple of verses, exactly what I was talking about, right? So he says, trust in the Lord. Okay, well, the Lord is the source. So you got to trust in the source. So trust in the Lord. Then it says, lean not on your own understanding. If you're leaning on your own understanding, you're not trusting the message. And so when we look at David, David spent days upon days in the in the pasture with the sheep and we know that while he was doing that he was spending time with the lord he was praying he was worshiping and so david began the grew this relationship with god that allowed him to trust in the source and trust in the message and we would never get uh, the incredible story, the faith story that we're going to talk about today if David didn't trust both the source and the message. And so if we want to trust God with our past, our present, and our future, then, then we have to trust the source and the message. So there's three things I want us to come away with today as we look in the life of David. Number one is this, remember your past Number two, live in the moment. And the third is look to the future. Now we're going to read here in 1 Samuel chapter 17. And it is one of the most infamous stories that we see about David. Uh, this is like one of the first things after he's anointed by Samuel. This is one of the first things we see about David. And it's incredible that the, the Israel and Philistine armies, one was on one hill, one was on the other hill, and there was a valley in, in between the two armies. And so what we see here is that, you know, kind of in these days, the armies, they would do a little bit of smack talking, okay? So what you would have is you'd have them send out basically their strongest, their biggest guy. He'd come out and he'd just basically taunt the other army. And so, and so what they would do is say, hey, send somebody out here and fight and we could just end this all today. And so that's where we were. Goliath was coming out and he was taunting. He was trying to get somebody to come out. But this guy was a real warrior. And so no one on Israel was about to step out and face him one on one. It was pretty humiliating because this is what was going on. Every day for 40 days, Goliath came out and he said the same taunt and no one made a move is incredibly humiliating. And this is the scene that David shows up on in 1 Samuel chapter 17. So we're going to read 1 Samuel 17, 32 through 37. And this is what, uh, this is what's written. This is what it says. So it says, and David said to Saul, let no one, no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, you're not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth, and he has been a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep sheep for his father. And when there came a lion or a bear and took a lamb for the flock, I went after him and struck him and delivered it out of his mouth. And if he rose up against me, I caught him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant has struck down the, both lions and bears. And this circum, uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them. For he defied the armies of the living God. And David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with 
you. And so the first thing that we see from David is that he remembered the past. You see, David, uh, uh, David stated, God gave me victory over the lion. He gave me victory over the bear. Actually, he actually said lions and bears. So it's not even uh, like one lion and one bear. He's saying there was many times where he had to, to go against either a lion or a bear and he took care of them. So what I'm saying to you is this, is that you want to trust God with your past. And this is what we need to do. We need to trust that everything in our past, look, everything that you've been through, every pain, every circumstance, every victory that you've ever been through was orchestrated by God to prepare you for the present moment. Everything that you went through. Psalm 77 11 says this, and this is David speaking. He says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. Now look, when Israel was going through their journey in the desert, and they journeyed for a long time in the wilderness. Uh, everything that they went through, every battle brought them one step closer to the promised land. You see, every defeat, every win prepared them physically, mentally, socially, and, and spiritually to eventually walk across the Jordan to possess what was already theirs. You say, when Michelle and I were young pastors, long time ago, uh, with no experience, uh, we, we would go into these situations that would come to us through, it was someone in the church, something that would come up, and we would have to deal with these situations. And oftentimes, we had no idea how to deal with these situations. I mean, it was, we were trusted in the Lord to give us how to get through these situations. And I remember one time we were sitting there and we had gone through a really difficult situation with one of the ladies in our congregation. And Michelle looked at me and she said, man, you know, I can't wait till the day that we get to the place where these things aren't hitting us from behind, but we see them coming at us. And you know what happened when we got to year three four and five in our pastorate, what happened was that those situations that hit us early on and we had no idea how to get through them, well, we figured it out. We figured it out with the Lord's help and what started happening was we saw them coming at us instead of them hitting us from behind. And so we, we're just, we were just so glad that we got to that point. But that's it, is that everything that you go through in your past, it puts you in a place to be victorious in today. It takes you. So you may not understand what you have gone through in the past. Maybe something that you went through was really terrible. And you've often questioned God, God, why did I have to go through that? Maybe it wrecked you at the time. And you said that. But today you need to trust God with every single thing that you went through. He knows. He saw and he prepared you for something in the present that will bring be the springboard for your victory today. Now let's look at First uh, Samuel chapter 17 verses 38 and 40 and then we're going to read 48 and 50 also. And so he says this, uh, let's see, um, then Saul clothed David with his armor. He put a helmet of bronze on his head and clothed him with a coat of mail. 
And David strapped his sword over his armor, and he tried in vain to go, for he had not tested them. Then David said to Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not tested, uh, tested them. So David put them off. Then he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the brook, and he put them in his shepherd's pouch. His sling was in his hand, and he approached the Philistine. In verse 48, when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, David ran quickly to the battle line to meet the Philistine. And he, David put his hand in his bag, took out a stone, slung it, and struck the Philistine on his forehead. The stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the ground. So the second thing that David did was he lived in the moment. You see, David used what he had at that moment. He used what he had, he used what he knew, and he was prepared because he trusted God with his past. The lion and the bear, it prepared him for this moment, for this victory over Goliath. So here's the thing that you need to do. You gotta trust God with your present. God has prepared you for this moment. Look, David could have just stayed in the background. Like when he showed up and all this was going on, David could have said, ah, that's not for me. But when he came and he saw what was going on, he knew he was prepared. And so he took the challenge of Goliath and he saw an opportunity in front of him and he seized it. So you see, trusting God with your past lets you trust him with your present. There is nothing that comes my way today that God doesn't know about. Amen? So David said this in Psalm 56.3, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Do you notice something with that passage? It's present tense. Not in the past, not in the future. He said, I am, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In, in you. And do you know that psalm was written by David when he was in the courtyard of the king of, of, of the Philistine king in Gath? Yes, the same Gath that Goliath was from. And so David, in this time, he was in the courtyard, he was seized by the Philistines, and he said to God, God, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. So in the present moment. You know, when Michelle and I resigned uh, our church and moved here to Tennessee. We, we did so because our oldest son who was uh, dealing with a traumatic brain injury and needed healing and we just felt like God told us to resign and come to Tennessee. And so as we began that process, uh, we left everything that we knew uh, in uh, Northeast Indiana. We moved here to Nashville, Tennessee, where we didn't know anyone, where we had no jobs, and yet we were like, God, we trust you in this moment. Well, one of the things that we knew that, that had to happen was while I was still preparing everything in Indiana, Michelle was looking for a job. And so after a few weeks of her looking for a job, uh, she hadn't found one yet, and I was going to come down here to Tennessee on, on one of the uh, weeks after, after preaching on a Sunday, drove down here to Tennessee to be with her during the week. And God uh, had, our Holy Spirit had spoke to me and said, I want you to fast 
for three days for, for Michelle to get a job. And so I did that before I, we came down, I came down here to Tennessee for three days, fasted and I prayed for her to get a job. And so on that Monday morning, we were talking and we were praying and we were praying about her getting a, a job and, and the Holy Spirit kind of just quickened something in my spirit. And I said, you know what? By the end of the week, I believe you're going to have a job. And so we were driving back. She had an interview on Thursday. We were driving back to Indiana on that Friday morning. She gets a phone call while we're driving, and it was the place that she interviewed on Thursday. They offered her the position, and she was able to start the very next week. You see, we had to trust God in the present when we moved here. And for us, what we had in our hands, for David, it was a sling and it was stones and a staff. For us, it was prayer and fasting. We used what we had in our hands and we took, uh, we took the moment, we seized it, and God gave us victory. And so that's what God does. So you trust God with your present. Seize whatever is in front of you and use what you have and what you know. God has prepared you for your victory. And then the third thing that we see with David is that he looked to the future. He looked to the future. So we're going to read 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 11 and 13. And this is what we see in the scripture. It says, Then Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? And he said, There remains yet the youngest, but behold, he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and get him. And for we will not sit down till he comes here. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. And so David looked to the future. You want to know how you can overcome any obstacle in your present? Know your future. You got to trust God with your future. Look, if you only hear one thing from me today, let it be this. Spend time with God and get a word for your future. You know what? We, know, we all know this passage from Jeremiah 29, 11, right? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and to not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. You see, when David was in, when, when Samuel anointed David king, it was his word for the future. When you have that, you can seize whatever is in front of you. I'm telling you that everyone else in the army of Israel who heard Goliath day after day mocked them. Not one of them went out. You know why? Because they couldn't trust God with their future. But up walks David. And David had a word from God that he was going to be king of Israel. And so guess what? David said, look, 
I got a word for the future, so I don't care how big this guy is, is, I don't care how great of a warrior he is, there is no way that I'm not walking off that battlefield because I have a word from God. So you gotta trust God with your future. Look, get a word from God about your future because he has one for you. You know, there was a stormy night. A businessman uh, boarded a plane. And as he got onto this plane, he came to the row of seats that he was in. And there was a little girl in the aisle and a middle-aged woman by the window. And he sat down in between them. And he took some time to do some pleasantries between both of the, the girl and the, and the woman. And he looked at the girl, and she was about the age of, of his little girl at home. About an hour into the flight, there became incredible turbulence. I mean, really bad turbulence. The, the plane was just going up and down, and there's lightning, and the storm was raging outside. And, and the man began to get really worried about what was going on. He looked over to the woman at the aisle or at the window, and as he looked over, she was uh, praying. She was just like she was just like in it. She was praying. Looked over at the girl and little girl, and she was just sitting there, calm as can be, wasn't moving, wasn't wasn't scared. She wasn't doing anything. And so as they were going through this, he was kind of marvelled at that. And soon the, the the plane you know got through the turbulence, and he looked over at her, and he was like just amazed, said. How can you, such a young little girl, have such, be so brave about what was going on? And she said, well, I wasn't worried. My dad's the pilot and he's taking me home. You see, that's what it is. He said, I'm taking you home. Trust God with your past, your present, your future, because we're all on a journey and he's taking us home. Thanks for listening to the Bridges Nashville podcast. To stay up to date on everything going on at Bridges, you can find us online at facebook.com slash Bridges Nashville or at Bridges Nashville on Instagram.